0: y'all. Welcome back to the show. It really is a wild and crazy life and I hope you are living it to the fullest. All right, we are testing some things out over here, getting a little creative and changing some things up. Um, I hope that you enjoy it. So today I have a Solo episode for you, I have been learning a whole lot about a new concept, teaching myself, and we're going to talk a little bit about that too actually, but i've been teaching myself about this new concept um, new to me it's probably not new to the world, but um, we'll get into that in in a few minutes, but before we dive into the podcast, I just want to thank you so much for joining me. I am getting messages. Every other day, it feels like from from you, from y'all who are listening to the podcast, and I am just so, so grateful that it is meeting you where you're at, that you're enjoying the guest, and I just thank you for the encouragement that you are sending my way as well. I've got some really great things planned for the rest of the year, and it just keeps growing the the concept and the theme and the thoughts and just it, the more, and this is what I've always known about creativity. And yet I feel like I'm really learning it for the first time. The more you do, the more the creativity flows. I used to think that you had to have it all mapped out. And you know, there's a lot of strategists, there's a lot of strategic thinkers who are very good at spreadsheets and content calendars and all of that kind of thing. And Hey, I I sort of wish my brain worked that way, but it doesn't. Instead, what what I am learning really works is just you get out the idea that you have right now, and then the next idea comes. And you just really have to trust the process. You have to trust that that's going to be true. So um, that is for sure how I'm running this podcast. (laughs) I have a, a few plans in place, and then as those plans get executed. I am hoping that the next set of plans show up, so thank you for joining me on this wild and crazy ride. I am so grateful for you, and with that, let's get into the show. All right, so today we are talking about body attunement. And this is a concept, I, I heard this phrase a few weeks ago from an intuitive eating coach and honestly, I, that's it. I heard the phrase and I didn't do any research. I didn't ask her to explain what it meant. It just struck me as something that was very profound and I, I sort of wanted, I wanted to define it for myself. So for the last several weeks, I've been thinking about this concept and kind of figuring out what the various words would mean to me. So body attunement. Y'all, I think this is really what we're missing in the world. So, okay, let me back up. And, and I should just tell you, I really debated whether or not to go ahead and record this episode now or play one of the interviews that I have uh, waiting in the, in the wings And kind of like let myself develop this idea a little bit further. But then I decided, no, this is part of the process. Talking about what we're learning and teaching where we are right now is part of the process. And you don't have to have it perfect and you don't have to have... In fact, the number of things that I have probably tried to learn over the years and then didn't want to share until I had it down perfectly... And then I never shared it. Like that number is probably immeasurable. And I I think part of the reason is as we learn things, we integrate them into who we are. They become part of our body and into our attunement. And we'll talk about that. Um, So we sort of forget, we forget to teach it. Once it's integrated and it's just who we are, then it's no longer something that's on our minds to teach. And so I am definitely just kind of opening myself up here. Um, This is a, like I said, this is a developing concept for me. So I'm writing in pencil, if you will, um, as this idea grows in my head, as I learn more from my own body, from my mentors, from y'all, as you comment and interact with this episode, this is likely going to be refined, but it's something that we can talk about over and over again. That's what learning is. So anyway that's my caveat. This is not a perfectly thought out concept. It is something that I am learning and thinking about um, in real time. So body attunement, like I said, I heard it from an intuitive eating coach and it just struck a chord with me. I felt like body attunement. Yes. Like that is what we are missing. We do not understand what our bodies are doing. We don't, we're not paying attention to how we feel, to what we need to be doing to care for our bodies, to anything. We're we're not paying attention to our to our bodies. And so there are a lot of ways that body attunement, the way I'm starting to think about it, can really open us up and help us change our lives. So one is intuitive eating, which is the context I first heard this term in. So intuitive eating is basically it, it's eating what you want. It's eating what you want to eat. And it's not quite that simple because sometimes our mind wants a cookie or a margarita or whatever, but our body doesn't want that. Like I, it's it's a physical sensation in our body that doesn't want whatever it is that we are, we think our minds want. And we get into such a... Rhythm of how we eat and how we drink and how we socialize that we go on autopilot. And I think that's really the key here uh, across all of what I'm going to say is that so many of us are currently operating on autopilot in so many areas of our lives that we're not paying attention to how our bodies are shifting, how we're changing, and what we need instead of the autopilot thing that we've gone on. So when it comes to eating, it could even be. Quote unquote, good things. I used to eat a lot of kale. I actually like kale. I understand that that is a weird thing, but I actually like kale. Um, I like roasted kale in the oven, especially in the fall. Oh, it's so good. Um, and there's this particular kale salad I used to make with chickpeas and kale and some, um, sunflower seeds and the certain dress. Oh, so good. So good. Um, but what I, and I would just eat it. It was kale. Like it's supposed to be good for you. And so I would have this, the, the salad in particular is kind of what caught my attention, but I would have this salad every day for lunch. And then I kept feeling bad and I couldn't figure out why I felt bad. And I couldn't figure out why I felt bad over and over. I, I mean, it must've been six months, y'all. It's ridiculous how often I ate the salad and then felt bad without realizing the connection because my mind was so on autopilot. Kale's good for you. The salad's good for you. Eat the salad, go about your day. And I finally made the connection that the kale was actually causing me to have an upset stomach. For some reason, my body shifted and kale was no longer working for my system. And so I, I dropped the kale, um, spinach also weirdly, I, I didn't eat spinach quite as much, but I dropped the spinach and I started to feel much better. I started to not have quite so much, um, so, quite so many stomach issues So that's an example of, you know, that's a, that's a healthy example. Even it's not margaritas or sugar or whatever. Like that's something that I had been taught was really good for me and for a long time felt good even, but I wasn't in tune to my body. And so I was doing it on autopilot instead of paying attention to the physical sensations in my body. So that's what I mean by body attunement. It is, it is what we actually feel in our bodies and what our bodies need because our bodies are really the ones guiding us. There's a book called um, The Body Holds the Score. I think that's what it's called. I'll I'll research. I'll make sure it's in the show notes, the the correct title. But I think that's what it's called. And to be honest, I haven't read it. But a lot of people that I respect in this space have. And they really talk about how a lot of our physical ailments, a lot of our pain, a lot of our stiffness, a lot of the things that come up in our body are really caused by trapped emotions or trapped toxins or just things that we've done to ourselves Again, good, quote unquote, good and bad, quote unquote, um, that our bodies are no longer jiving with. And so it causes dis-ease or disease in our bodies. So intuitive eating, um, like I said, I, this is a journey that I'm definitely on. I, I'm, I'm not, I would not call myself an intuitive eater at this moment, um, yeah, just, I'm learning a whole lot about the nutrition part of not listening to anybody else and only listening to your body. Um, another, another way though, that I'm learning about body attunement is through breath work. And I'm going to have an interview here in a week or two with my friend Megan, who is a breath work expert. And, um, we just, we get into a whole lot about how breath work really helps you do this, attune to your body. But in breath work, you, there's nothing, there's nothing but you and your body. And I'm telling you, if you have not done a true breathwork session, go over to pausebreathwork.com and check out their app, check out their services, because it will change your life. It is better than any drug, any, it is the best thing in the world. And here's, here's the part that, um, Well, frankly, it scares me. (laughs) A lot of days as I approach my breathwork practice, there's a little bit of fear and trepidation because breathwork really opens you up and it releases all of the things that are stopping you from listening to your body. It's releasing trauma that you're storing there. It's releasing old mindsets. It's It's releasing everything because in breathwork, there's nothing. There's you, there's your body, and there's your breath. And you use those things to get back in tune with yourself. So breathwork is a journey that I am also just starting a little farther down the path than I am with intuitive eating, but it is, it's a game changer and I'll be getting certified in breathwork, uh, over the coming months. So you'll be hearing a whole lot more about that, but it has really helped me begin to be in tune with my body refine that body attunement. So, so that I can hear what my body needs when it comes to movement or diet or space or energy or, or whatever it needs in order to be the best I can be in the world. Um, so breathwork huge for body attunement and it's, it's become one of the greatest tools that I use in my daily life for sure um other ways that we can get attuned to our bodies is exercise and dance and yoga and even weightlifting. So I have a weightlifting story. <sighs> it is it has been such a journey with this, but a few weeks ago I we were doing deadlifts at my CrossFit gym and I felt good. I felt like I could lift heavy and after And in the middle of the second set, I totally like destroyed my back. It's literally been three weeks. I'm still hobbling around like an invalid. And this is where I'm really talking about body attunement, right? So I had looked at our app where we um, keep our like PRs. And so I knew that the weight I was doing was heavy, but not crazy heavy. I really, according to the data, should have been able to, to lift it and to do all the sets without injuring myself. But because I wasn't paying attention to my body, I didn't think about the fact that I was sore from the workout the day before. So I was a little weaker. I also wasn't paying attention to my form and making sure my body was positioned correctly to do the exercise safely. And that has nothing to do with anybody else or anything else other than being in tune with your body. Uh, the more I think about this concept of body attunement, the more deeply I feel like this is truly the solution to so many things that ail us, that hold us back from living our full lives, from from everything. We, we do the things that society or um, our families or even our own minds at other times have told us that we need to do in order to take care of ourselves or to numb out or to relax or to decompress or, um, and we don't pay attention to what our body needs in the moment because we don't know how. And, and I think that's probably the thing that I would throw out there. Like, goodness, if you had told me or if you had asked me six months ago, if I knew how to pay attention to my intuition and my inner voice and my body, I would have said yes. I would have thought the answer was Yes. So saying that we are not in tune with our bodies is not meant to be shaming or, you know, we've gotten way off track or anything like that. It's just more, we're not taught this. We are taught to listen to everybody else and everything else and not trust our own selves in all of these areas. Um, We're we're taught to trust doctors and Instagram experts. (laughs) Don't trust Instagram experts, y'all, please. Um, but we're, we're taught to trust everything else, but ourselves and that's just false. There's, there's a a place for new information, but that's different than assuming that everything else outside of ourselves knows more about what our body needs than we are, than we do. So body attunement, that is, it's really become my, it's just this, it's floating in my head. And I'm thinking of, thinking of all these ways that I can improve my own body attunement. All these ways I can really tune in to my body and live in my body now in this moment. So kind of final thought, final little piece of this that I've been putting together in the last few days as I've thought about body attunement is... So often in spiritual practices, we are seeking to get out of body. So meditation, um, psychedelics, I've never done psychedelics, but I know those who have describe out of body experiences where it feels like we're out of our body. And sometimes, honestly, breathwork makes you, it simulates that feeling as well, where you feel like you're out of your body. And in in those cases, I my understanding is, especially I've experienced this with breathwork, work. You're out of your body and that's actually what helps you strengthen your connection once you're back in your body. But the point I'm trying to make is a lot of times we think spiritual practices should call us out of our bodies because that's where truth lies is what we think. But in reality... It's in our bodies where we find all the answers. So we are given these bodies. We are given them for a short time. We're here for a reason. We have these bodies for a reason. And there is much, much, much to be learned by living in our bodies and not constantly seeking to be out of them, not constantly seeking something outside of ourselves or numbing the experiences that we're having or doing other things that just, um, kind of look outward. It, it, If we look inward, that is where the answers are. That is where God meets us is in the bodies that he created for us to have here in this time and place. So thank you so much for listening. Please shoot me some messages on Instagram. Let me know what you think about this episode, how it hit you. If there's anything you would add as you listen to me, Did something kind of spark for you and and inspire um, a new way of thinking or is there something you can add to the conversation? I am really excited to explore this concept within myself and develop it and just kind of see where this um, line of inquiry goes for me. And then, of course, I'll share it with y'all as we go as well. So um, thank you for joining me. By the way, I did something crazy this week. I got on TikTok, finally. Um, if you are on TikTok and you are interested in following me there, you can find me at Life. That's at E-M-B-O-D-Y, life. Um, I would love to see you over there. Um, And of course, you can always find me on Instagram at the underscore Monica Baker and also at MonicaJBaker.com. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. I am so grateful for you. And until next week, have a wonderful, wonderful day.